Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Sorry, I interrupted your workout. So many. Yeah. Were you done? Yeah. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I hope we caught that on camera. <laughs> Nobody saw anything. Oh, everybody saw. I was done, but I haven't taken a shower yet, so. Gross, disgusting. Sweaty. Especially right in between. You know, we're rolling, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why you should watch the YouTube video. It's way better. That's why you should watch the YouTube video. <laughs> That's why you should always watch the YouTube video. What's going on with you? Um, welcome back, everyone. We took a little break, which <laughs> seems like we've been doing. It was forced upon me. We haven't been doing it. We haven't taken a break in an, another month or something like that. No. And by break, I mean we skipped one week. And the week before that, we skipped a week. So we skipped two in a row? No. Oh. We would like, basically we've been doing every other week for the past like month, mm. accidentally. Wow. But I had to take a business trip. <laughs> no business trip was being made. <laughs> How many deals did you close? All, every deal. All, every All deal. the deals. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the people where you went. Um, I was in Las Vegas again. How many times in Just a twelve month a, span? Six, that's six, irrelevant. Six month span. Sorry, six month span. No, well, yeah. Okay, so I went in September for the first time, mm -hmm. and then I went again last weekend. You told on me, a girls trip. <clears throat> you told me that all the girls, all, all of them are moms, all of them are, are married, and you told me that out of four girls or five girls that were there. Four. Four. You were the only one that never called to check in with your spouse about how the kids are doing. <laughs> I was like, they were calling their husbands like every three hours. And I'm like, you guys okay? You guys alive? Okay, cool. No, you wouldn't even, you sent zero texts like that. You would say like in the morning one time, like, how are you? I'm like, good. How are you? Yeah. Good. Cool. Well, to be fair, I like, part of me thinks... Like, I don't feel like I need to call you. First of all, I don't want to be like annoying. Mm -hmm. You and I just don't do that when we're on, like, when one person's on a trip. Yeah, we let them have their time. Let them have their fun, let you know? Let them have them rump But then um, Beckham called me, like, all the time. So yeah. I kind of knew what was going on anyway. Oh. <laughs> he called me every day, like, four times a day. Oh, that's a different conversation. So I think I, I felt like I was, like, already in the know. And I, I knew you were handling it. I never yeah. feel like I need to ask you like did you do this what is this going on did you forget to do did you remember to do this like you usually have it keep it together wow what a guy huh? what he a builds, guy he builds Man, I am he so takes lucky. care of the home i mean he is just, just what a guy and 10 out of 10 if i was to marry somebody and easy on the eyes all right he's not too bad uh and uh so yeah wow what a specimen if i was to marry a guy that's the guy that i'd marry <laughs> and i did yeah. And I did. But it was a great trip. It was a little bit different because the last time I went to Vegas, we kind of did the, we stayed at a hotel right on the strip, did the whole like, I mean, we weren't like partying or anything, but we like walked the strip, obviously because it was my first time there. And so I kind of wanted to see what Vegas was about. Anyway, we mostly just stayed at the hotel and ate and like lounged at the pool. This time. Do you just pay a day fee for stuff like that? If you you're mean? not staying on the premises, like so oh, I don't know. I mean, we were at the hotel last time, so we just hung out at the pool. No, no, but so like you said, you stayed at the. Oh, you're talking about last, last time. time. Oh, in okay. September, I'm my out. very first time there, we stayed at my the bad. hotel. This time, I would. I don't know. You probably can. Yeah, you probably pay like a day just fee. A, yeah, it. to go to the pool. This time, my one of my friends actually owns a condo in that area. It's like um, a city just outside of Vegas. I can't remember what it's called. It starts an H. I just forgot it. Anyway, and so we stayed there. And so we did more like this scenic <laughs> Vegas trip where we went to the Valley of Fire, which is like a really cool state or national park. There's like the Hoover Dam over there in that area. And then there's uh, Lake Mead, which is like a national or is it? I think it's a national park. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of that like landmark scenic hiking kind of stuff. Like I said, which is not like a Vegas thing to do at all. Like I told you earlier, like that's like a fifty-year-old trip know. to Vegas. 
what 50 year old gals yeah. will like, go do but it was fun because i had already done the gone to vegas and so to do something kind of different and we're all we all like kind of like walking around and hiking and sightseeing so it was kind of what fun. was with the picture that you took you're saying everybody was doing a jumping pose in this like one little canyon or something like that oh no like all of us were doing all the girls were doing oh jumping you girls poses. i read into it like everybody who goes oh, that's like a thing to do like no. you jump in you No, all the girls were like let's do i'm gonna do a jumping picture and i was like i guess i'll do it too and then i just play the stupid arms, one yeah. <laughs> that was really cool though because there was like this there's this hike and part of the hike is through like this kind of canyon thing it's mm -hmm. like this tiny little trail and people are taking pictures inside of it with like tripods and everything Where, so it is like a popular place where's the grand canyon uh nevada or it's between you know it's arizona right kyle's an expert in this arizona topic but so i think it, run, it runs through, through like, both but, yeah. but when people go i'm going to the 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 national park the grand canyon national park like what's the iconic place is that nevada um let me look it up i don't know i know you can run uh they do like helicopter tours based. Yeah. And there's different. And they go, I don't know, go search as far. Like we yeah. have the Oahe's here Canyon and National it goes all the way through Nevada. Or Mac yeah. Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I think apparently there, from where we were staying, Henderson, that's where we were staying. It's only like three or four hours away to the Grand Canyon. So it's not super far. Oh, okay. So Interesting. have you ever been? I've never been. Have you ever been to Stad? <laughs> haven't stopped oh you've you? never been you should yeah. go to, you should you, you <laughs> should go it's i kind of made me wonder i know before you didn't like you you don't really like hiking and walking around a lot mm -hmm. would you but do you like the idea of like seeing these national parks now as an adult can i can i tell you something so when we mature and as we mature do you get like a dad boner from it when we i, I have i get a dad boner for it as we mature, we mature as a relationship together. So when our you, relationship matures with ma us, matures with <laughs> us. When when you and I got married, I truly despised hiking because it's endless, it's pointless. But the older, I, by the way, when she said dad boner, there's there's a little back back con, uh, context behind it. There's a concept called dad boner, and it's nothing sexual. It's what it is is the things <laughs> that you didn't appreciate when you were younger or didn't pay attention to. Like natural things, like uh, like thunderstorms, or seeing the coral reef, or or be mesmerized the fact that uh, whales will travel hundreds of miles, if not thousands of miles. It's like the beauty of the like Mother Nature, nature kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you you look past all these things uh, when you're younger, but when you become an adult and you've matured enough, you appreciate like, well, you're like you'll look, be like, oh my gosh, the sky is purple. Like yeah. how crazy is And you kind of stop and admire it. Exactly. And that's the dad boner. So that's the dad boner. That's the dad boner phenomenon. <laughs> and uh, It's a thing, look it up. It's a thing. It, it, Actually, I, don't look that up, uh, yeah, please. please yeah, don't type in, <laughs> don't, don't type in that. Please do not type that's in dad boner advice. on Google. Yeah, or do, that'll be fun too. <laughs> be like, wow. You might be surprised, who knows. Was not I haven't tried it. Haven't tried it. <laughs> um, and I, I think everybody experiences this this phenomenon, but, but I think only when you do truly mature. Because I think it started happening for me is after like getting married, you know, the kids are little. I'm not appreciating too many things. But then as you see the kids get older, you become more emotional. So you're kind of like getting emotional that they're growing up so fast or how little they were kind of thing. So every time you look at these baby pictures. So when you get to that stage where you're like, you know, you look at your nine-year-old and then you see pictures of them when they're one. You're like, oh my gosh, where did the time go? At that point, you're like now graduated into the dad boner league. <laughs> and at that point you go like, man, it's so quiet when it's raining or it's so nice how it, yeah. the, the, it sounds. Just the way the fireplace sounds right. when it's on. Or look at the snow-capped mounds. That's yeah. so wild that these are natural things that came out of the yes. ground and with years of evolution, it slowly deteriorated lower and lower and we're seeing more of it. So stuff like that, that's the dad boner phenomenon. And it's, yeah, so going back. You had a mini dad boner the other day. You asked me, you're like about, about dams and how they generate power. Yeah. That's a dad boner <laughs> so adjacent Would you say question. I had? You had a dad boner because you were truly intrigued by the, or fascinated by the idea of creating energy out of a, a, a path water. of least resistance yeah. of water travel yeah. and capture and harnessing that. That's a dad boner adjacent, adjacent. question. <laughs> yeah. So would be the, what would the mom equivalent be? I don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop right there. I don't want to play this game. This um, is a family podcast. <laughs> family friendly. 
if your kid asks you what dad boner is, just explain. Show, put this clip on. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Okay, going back. Okay. Do you think? How do you feel about like taking a hike? Oh yeah, that's where we're going with it, right? Now so, to see like a landmark yeah, or like a I, national I, park. I think I get excited about it, especially if there's a... So we've talked about this between you and I, and I think we even shared in the podcast, how story is everything, right? Like mm -hmm. when it comes to creating content, you have to create... In fact, I, I'll, I'll, this is what one more thing that reiterated my theory behind that, the idea of story. This is part of our evolution. Like the if back when you're a hunter-gatherer or part of a tribe, if you couldn't hunt gather or be a storyteller you couldn't inter you're no you're useless to your tribe because tribes are very small right mm -hmm. and everybody had to you know the whole thing takes a village well in the village everybody has a role as soon as you're just another person who doesn't provide a, a useful role then you are essentially baggage we don't need that so everything has to have story and uh, i was listening to a podcast with uh, i want to his name is chael summon Sonnen, uh, or is it Kale Summon? I think it's Chael Summon. He's a former UFC, like OG guys in the UFC. And he used to be the heel, like uh, in the idea of sports where, especially fighting sports, where somebody is the face, which is like everybody's rooting for, and somebody's the heel, the bad guy that everybody is rooting against, right? Mm. Jake Paul is the heel, Conor McGregor is the heel, and then you have um, Wonder Boy, who is the face. You have... Um, you know, Jose uh, Masvidal, who's the face. So, uh, Stylebender, Cowboy. Style, Cowboy, Cowboy Cerrone's a great example. You know, he's the face. So, storytelling, and so what he said is that he intentionally, and I'm sure Conor McGregor would even agree on this as well that he did, he intentionally sat down before guys like Conor even came in the game. He's one of the earlier guys that came in and wanted to portray himself as the bad guy, even though he's a very nice guy and his friends and family can speak nothing but good things about him. But because you're the heel, your, Why did he want to be that? Um, first of all, he wanted to be the heel as opposed to be the face because he knows how to manipulate that. That It's harder to manipulate that story than it is for a good guy, right? Because a good guy, you can be a handsome guy with a, a good family intention. To come, but the, the face is easy to lose where people go like, yeah, you are living the dream. You are fighting for millions of dollars. You are good at what you do. You're handsome. Your family loves you. Like those people don't move tickets unless they are in danger. When they people go, uh, oh my gosh, here's this heel. He might lose. Or if a face fights a face, nobody wants to, unless it's like fighting for the title, There's you're not selling tickets. Cause, mm -hmm there's nothing that makes you go, I want to watch it. Jake Paul is a great example where he talks so much Mac and he's a YouTuber that everybody who's not even a boxing fan, including like myself, they will buy those fights because of the story that Jake Paul is this heel and everybody just wants to see him knocked out. Now, recently he did lose his first fight against a legit boxer, but that's the idea of storytelling. And so Chael Sonnen, I'm butchering his name, he is somebody who is like, if I'm gonna be moving tickets, pay-per-view tickets, pay-per-view buys, I need to be a good storyteller that people wanna tune in. You know how like they, they say, if you have a bad experience at a restaurant, you're likely to tell six other people, but if you have a good experience, you're probably only gonna tell one person, right? So meaning the, the negative parts last far longer than the positive. So mm -hmm. if you really wanna move tickets long-term, you wanna be the heel because there's drama in it and people like drama and people like storytelling because of our ancestral. Uh, background. So going back to hiking, um, because if if there's a story behind it, the story is, it's not dramatic, but the story is like, hey, what if we went to Yellowstone? And then you do some background research about Yellowstone. Oh, did you know that the geysers are X and X years old? Oh, and did you know that they have 50 geysers? And did you know that, and when you, and that they have, you know, how many head of, of, of buffalo? And, and you do that, then you, cre you you painted your own story that when you go there, it's not just another beautiful place. You have a little bit of research behind it that you're just really getting the full of it versus you going, uh, you telling me, hey, hon, let's go to, what is it, the Shadow Valley? What was it called? Uh, Fire Valley? What the place in Vegas you went to? Valley of Fire. V Valley of Fire. If you told me that I have zero connection to Valley of Fire, unless I sit down and I, I read about it a little bit, you know, some Wikipedia mm -hmm. kind of stuff. 
and then go, oh, did you know this about it? Did you know that these, you know, water erosion marks are from the mm-hmm. the the ice caps that melted and the water went through? You know, that that now, at that point now I'm excited because now you're looking for things. Yes, and now you have this kind of relation to it. You're like, well, I saw that in a picture, and right. now I'm like, I'm here. You right. know, I wish kind of we did that when we went to Yellowstone because we didn't. I mean, everybody knows what Yellowstone we is. We watched the show. <laughs> we watched the show. It was close enough. Um, I obviously everybody's heard of Yellowstone. It's like you know such a big place area. You kind of know of the big things, Old Faithful, and everything. And a lot of those places do have like facts next to the landmark or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish. I would have like looked up some more research, at least for our kids, because I think they were underwhelmed because they expected something completely different mm-hmm. at the park. Mm-hmm. And when we went, they were like, oh, this is it. But I think if we would have read about it and looked at pictures, they would have been more real for them. So they would have been like, oh, yeah, but they also we read have, about that. They, they have a story. Behind they have it. a story. They have already seen pictures. <clears throat> so they're not just imagining something in their head mm-hmm. and then being disappointed, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Our kids were very underwhelmed by Yellowstone. But at the, at the <laughs> but same, they're also kids. But the, at the same time, I don't know. Yellowstone is a beautiful place. And I loved, actually, the best part was driving into it, right, when yeah. you get into it. Because everything is so pristine and so protected. And you see so many heads of, of buffalo and all this stuff. So many cool animals, yeah. But the geysers kind of... I think that was the underwhelming part is the geysers. Well, so so the Old Faithful... It was impressive how much natural pressure can build up under the earth and blast it up into the sky and how high it'll go. And it's mm-hmm. also impressive the fact that it's they, they time it like every four hours or something like that, right? So what? Old Faithful? Yeah, wasn't no, it? No, it's like every twenty. Is it twenty something? I don't remember. I, I oh roughly. So it was so predictable, or 40 or right? Like that. yeah, so it's predictable. that's a dad boner of itself. Where you go, like I can't believe that the Earth. I don't. I, I, I'm butchering, but it's, it, I don't know which part of layer of the the core is building this up, and it could do this consistently in a predictable window. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. But then when you go through the rest of Yellowstone, like if you go to Yellowstone, you do the drive-in, you see the buffalo, and then you do a little bit of sightseeing, the waterfall was amazing, and then you uh, see Old Faithful and you're done, cool, I saw Yellowstone in a day. But then it becomes underwhelming when you, when and this is natural what you do, is you're like, I drove so far here, we might as well do the whole thing. You go through all these little mini geysers, and after you see your 20th geyser, like a small geyser, you're like, or not even geysers, what are they called? Uh, the hot pools, the, pools. The, 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 the hot springs, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of like, okay, like, unless somebody's doing fireworks right now, like, I'm really not that impressed, you know? Yeah. So that part is, I think, milking it because it, it took so long to get there Might and then well seeing see everything. That's the part that becomes underwhelming for people. Mm-hmm. Unless you, it's, it's just you and your spouse and newly married, no kids, and you're very outdoorsy in terms of fishing and fly fishing. Yeah, go cast some fly rods and you could be like fishing there for the whole day, you know, sightseeing day one, fly fishing day two. And I think you probably would have a far better experience at Yellowstone because you're like, I fished Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. There's wolves that are on the other side of this mountain broad day. And then there's 50 head of, uh, 50 head of uh, buffalo that direction, 100 yards away. That was probably the coolest part for me is driving and having the buffalo like right next to your window. Yeah. That was so cool. Well, because especially buffalo, you don't see buffalo here. I mean, really, like at the zoo, you won't see one. And, you know, I'm not for zoos at all, but when you see a unique creature like huge living in idaho we're a little a little bit rural rural right especially rural depending which part of town you're in and you'll see a bunch of cows and you'll see a bunch of uh, horses but you really kind of have to get out of suburbia but then when you see something like a buffalo it it's like seeing a rhino at the zoo you're like this is a dinosaur like I'm looking at a dinosaur Mm because I you don't see them every day you don't see them you know and they're such a a pivotal point of 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 history that's also was on a borderline of being extinct so very cool animal so so yeah i i think right now i if you're saying state parks i would have to read up about it if you go do you want to go hiking um because i've been 
really into you know different levels of like working out then i would look at it okay this is a cool workout with kids it's also fun because again there's a little bit of story of like hey they'll remember this i'll remember this something to tap into so i because i've matured over the years i think i i am i am happy to go hiking wow yeah you've really matured matured i definitely matured the whole time we were there at the Valley of Fire, I kept thinking about how much our kids will love it because you can climb the rocks and explore. It's mm. I felt like in Yellowstone you had to be a little bit because it's geysers and it's hot pools everywhere. You had to be it's very careful, so and it's very protected. Right. So you had to be very, very careful. Like the, it was just everything was kind of closed off. Mm -hmm. There's a trail you follow, so you'd be very careful with your kids. I feel like there it would be so cool for them to explore, just like yeah, climb around. Yeah, because it's one big. Uh, monkey gym or yeah it's all these cool rocks and where would you want to go in the u.s like a landmark like a landmark uh, interesting like a, question is there one that you're like that'd be really cool to see uh interesting um i think um i would be far more excited to go somewhere in europe right well i said u.s right but you said u.s i know we're fighting i'm sorry <laughs> um it's like you never listen to i me. don't listen I don't listen. Uh, that's a good question. I've never really sat down and, and processed that. I think if you gave me overnight to like, like think about it and like I could like you know have some things. Oh, actually, here's a great one. Um, the the Niagara Falls. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. I was just gonna say Niagara Falls. I've been there. You've been there, mm -hmm. really? I was very little. I would love to go again. Just because I've heard stories, yes, you hear the how majestic it is, but I also heard stories how that Niagara Fall River, like how scary it is. Like, it's the falls are insane. Right. I, I mean, I was a little kid, so they probably were like extra huge. But uh, we went on the Toronto side too, so we were on the Canada. We were in the mm -hmm. Canada on the Canada side. What's the uh, landmark with the president's faces? Mount, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, I was gonna say that was mine. I was gonna yeah. say Mount Rushmore because even though it's just like kind of cheesy and one of those things everybody like knows it'd be still really cool to see it well the fact that again this is another dad boner Somebody example carved you have a perfect rock. replica of a face in a rock and i don't even know are they carving are they chiseling are they just exploding but it's a it's not like looking at clouds and be like that kind of looks like a lion no this is like well done did i ever tell you that i finally figured out uh why as kids we would look at clouds and make images out of it. Like, like, oh, I see this in it. Like, oh, that looks like a so-and-so thing, cloud, out of clouds. Because I mean, our imagination is a lot better than when we're adults? No. Uh, oh. So there is uh, a clinical di uh, uh, name for it. It starts with a P, uh, perio something. Or Pterodactyl? Periodoid or periodide, something like that. Uh, so what it is is... It's a primordial evolutionary thing that we have that we see faces in things. Like, uh, so uh, you can look at a cloud and be like, that looks like a smiley face, right? Mm -hmm. Or in the middle of the night, you'll like, let's say you're still falling asleep, you know, see, like, half a asleep. a person in the shadow. A person or a face in a window, in a window reflecting that a That used a to happen to me all the time when I was little. I, a, a tree branch, and I would think it was like a person's face. I did this. Uh, this happened to me, I think, maybe three weeks ago. We had some friends over for dinner. We had some cocktails. I went to the garage to turn off the golf simulator. And as I was, because somebody said, your simulator's on. I pressed the button. Before I press the button, I could have sworn the projector had this creepy girl's face. I think I even mentioned it. Was it like a shadow of a face or you saw? I, I, I saw like a full face, like mm -hmm. a full, like a little girl's face, uh, probably age of like, I don't know, nine-ish, whatever, uh, in like a creepy kind of thing. And then I turned it off. So again, I, my brain created the imagery in my head that I saw a face. And so when you go, we saw a face, like you take a picture of uh, a landscape and then like that looks like a face. So primordially through evolution, that was in you because you were supposed to be recognizing things because that might be a predator. So if you were a hunter gatherer or whatever, you were in the woods, you're, you're foraging, whatever, you're making sure there's no bobcats. You're making sure there's no bears. You're making sure there's no line, mountain lions or stuff like that. So you're constantly trying to, your brain has a search signal and now your brain is creating something that will match that search uh, signal. Interesting. So you're almost like staying ahead of 
like it, something that might be it's there. a survival yeah. instinct right so uh from the idea of that when you're in the woods your brain is sending you all these signals that's a face especially that's a like face. in the shadows exactly so saying that might be a cougar yeah. that might be a mountain lion that might be different a bear that cougar. might be a different kind of cougar and so that's there to protect you and so through because the same thing with animals like a golden retriever that was bred in a house uh like a home like so and and then they bred it you bought it mm -hmm. and you brought it into your home that there's no lineage past last 50 years that that golden retriever experienced living in the outdoors right but for some weird reason as soon as there's a squirrel that they're seeing through Something the window out, yeah. they go buck wild same thing with cats mm -hmm. as soon as a cat sees a bird out the window they go nuts because it's part of their genetic code engraved inside of them from mountain lion and and you know like the recognition mm -hmm. of like this is my natural instinct is to go and kill that small thing so do you think we lose it as adults because it's not something we're practicing like when we're kids <clears throat> we're born with that well we have it still but we have it no we obviously have, you still do well that's why you you know we'll go like i thought i saw something yeah. right mm -hmm. it's, but you it's, have it i do feel like i had it more as a kid and i don't know if it's because i was looking more for stuff and now as an adult i know you're distracted by more stuff you're distracted and you also don't know if it's real or fake when you're a kid it still scares you Correct. but I, I think as an adult you're like well obviously that's just a branch you've read and listened to enough folklore yeah I wonder if the same thing applies to like noises because it's, where it's the same thing. Yeah. Sometimes you think you hear something and I used to think that all the time when I was a kid. Now I still will. I, in the middle of the night, I'd be like, did you hear that, honey? Yeah. Somebody's trying to break into our house. Yeah. It's like one noise and it's usually the gate, but yeah. behind our um, bedroom for like the backyard. But it's the same thing, especially when it's taken out of like context or like in the middle of the night when it startles you you're like yeah. somebody's breaking into my house we're right. all gonna die right and it's i think that 100 percent is the case and i heard that it also applies to people who have a fear of like arachnophobia right so like fear of spiders right arachnophobia arachnophobia what did i say arachno arachnophobia no uh arachnophobia uh so fear of 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 spiders even though you didn't have a bad experience they're saying that somewhere along your ancestors somebody possibly did die from it and mm -hmm. so therefore that fear so then the next generation is like well i remember my aunt died from this so that that Keeps puts a going. little tune in the back of it and then you keep going like oh i i, I you know my great-grandmother died from a, a black widow so that gets passed on a little bit and then that story gets shared long long in time and so therefore that the, the genetic coding keeps kind of getting Starts, manipulated yeah. into it which is so crazy to think about it's Just the same one somebody like saying well something. even on the smaller scale of the evolution it's uh, mothers who are pregnant and they're in an abusive domestic relationship. Uh, there's pressure that she experiences, right? Meaning like, am I going to get physically assaulted? Um, we're constantly yelling and the, the child experiences that pressure. That's why there's meconium that gets dispersed. So the child goes in shock and, and poops inside. The, and so there's meconium that can aspirate. But then when that child is born, it's part of their DNA to be around these high struggle, high stress levels of mm. anxiety because they experience that from the womb. That's so interesting. Right. Uh, I am fascinated with the human brain right now. The human like brain. I'm, I'm reading so much about the, the human brain right now. It's, it's, it's really Just fun. insane. It's insane. What's your thoughts? Um, on this recent project that i'm in right well just finished the uh plaster switching gears con concrete okay. switching gears we're gonna do a little putting part into two. putting into third, hitting the clutch putting in the third if you, if you're tired of the evolu all this evolution we'll baloney, switch things up for you. we'll switch things out and a little bit make making it a little more family digestible family digestible uh, and here we go and three two, two one, one. so the project was we have a fireplace in the bonus room that was it wasn't bad actually it was just dated right the yeah, tile was, it was just dated. dated and um we 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 wanted a like you specifically had this idea of like creating this like concrete fake concrete look mm -hmm. right and i've never done something like that i've done i've done a faux thing like that using thin set in, what did you do that on uh in our last house the laundry room remember the back wall oh was, right yeah. as like a mm -hmm. backsplash kind of thing. as a backsplash and you did and it, then you've done like um, concrete countertops. counters. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was the first one. I, I saved a bunch of Pinterest photos a while ago. And I think when we first bought this house of 
that kind of look because because we did more of that tile look in our living room i wanted something different obviously for there and that room's like interesting because when we first moved in it was just an open space so the fireplace was the focal point and then there was nothing really on the sides except for like this window that connected to the dining room. Like a fake wall, room to room window. Room, yeah, room to room window. One of those, what do they call it? Just a Where hollow pass, thing. like yeah. food through it basically. Yeah, like a lunch lady cafeteria And then thing. we closed off that room to make a bonus room with big barn doors. And then also did the media built-ins. So there's one side of the room. So we essentially divided the room in half because it's this one long room. And the fireplace is right in the middle. So it kind of is in the middle of the, that dividing imaginary line. Mm -hmm. And one side of it is the couch facing the TV, which is part of the media center. The other side is the pool table mm -hmm. slash putting green, putting green in the corner, <laughs> a little, little, uh, recreation, a little area. recreation <laughs> for the boys. So, but then the pool table kind of, um, encroaches on the fireplace too. Encroaches. Okay, that's a ten-yard penalty. Penalty usually encroaching. It should be. So it's an interesting kind of layout because when you look at the fireplace, it's still the center, but then the pool table kind of is in front of it. So to me, it always seemed like it should be something really simple, right? Mm. Did you ever feel like that, or did you want to do something crazy? I I'm always up for crazy. I no, you're not. Didn't, <laughs> but trust I, me, if you were up for crazy, there would be. <laughs> are we talking project related? Yeah. Or are we talking about something else? Project related. Oh, because okay. <laughs> I'm always down for crazy. Yeah. Uh, you do like the crazy. I I I didn't consider to make it either subtle or whatever. I'm always a big fan of like making like a statement piece. Mm. But how much more complex? I think it is still a statement piece. So we did the we per usual do this whole project together as always it takes, it takes <laughs> why are you yawning so much step it's, it's the scene in here it's the mood in here it's like mood. this very it's, it's very warm welcoming warm. yeah makes you just want to cozy blanket. up and fall asleep i played two hours of top golf today and then was in a steam room for 45 minutes so i do the cold punch that was yesterday that's that's on the regimen for every other day okay okay if that's what, what you think is gonna <laughs> if, if you think that's enough then I'm you don't sure. even do the cold plunge. <laughs> I will. When? When it's 100 degrees yeah. outside? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the fireplace, I think, looks so good. I, that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be kind of this subtle, but still looks nice. Okay. Classic. Not a lot of people want it to together. look nice. <laughs> nice. No, it looks beautiful. But it's almost like I didn't want it to be such a statement because it, there's a lot going on in that room already and you don't want okay. the, the room's already like green and so if you're adding like i think too much almost in my head it felt like it would be too busy interesting yeah uh i can only speak on the side of how easy i guess i had a, a disconnection in my brain of what it would look like after the plaster oh. went on what did you think well you send me that link of this blog how how to do it and the way they were done it looked like it's almost like a concrete marble distressed kind of look with a lot of like whites, you know, little scattered mm. white divots. And when I first applied it, cause it's two coat application after the first coat, it looked just solid, flat, gray kind of thing. Like concrete. Yeah. But concrete usually has a little, a few distress marks in there where it's yeah. like some parts that are, didn't cure all the way through some parts oh. a little bit lighter. Some are darker. So you have this like, uh, a natural look where natural imperfections are in there, not. Mm -hmm. And um, when you sent me that link, I thought that's what you were looking for, and I thought I could accomplish it. But once I put the stuff on, it it's was pretty smooth. It was very smooth and flawless, which so is what I wanted. You did because plaster is smooth. So yeah. I, I I never really even gave too many thoughts about plaster. Period. I know it's like a very, very dated application that they used to do. And now that's coming it's back. Coming back, yeah, in like but, a modern way. But I. I guess I had different expectations thinking that this is what you're expecting. I didn't realize that you like the flat, even look, but the blog that you sent me and the finished product, because you're inspired by the finished product that they had, 
made no, me No, I go, think to me, I didn't I don't think I even noticed that they did the two co-application. It was more like, yeah, I liked the way it looked, but I also just like kind of found something that with the same product that I used. Mm. So it's like I bought that product already and so I'm like I, I need to find something that somebody had already used like with this product. Mhm. That would be easier for you to follow along. Sure, sure. But I guess I didn't realize they did a whole technique. They did a very artistic thing. I think the guy that I don't, I don't remember the blog. Uh, I wish we give him a shout out. But they, they had great instructions. But it, you could tell that the guy that was installed, that was applying it, had this artistic background because there was a lot of like these like specific strokes that he was doing with mm -hmm. a trowel, and it came out fantastic. It, he created because even like colored the other uh, plaster. By the way, when you order the plaster, did you select the color that you mm -hmm. wanted? Okay. You can actually match it to, they have hundreds of colors. You can like actually take a color from, let's say you like a color from Benjamin Moore, Sher Sherwin-Williams. Oh, that's and what you, that was. And you um, can select that on their website. So they will match so that plaster So here's where it screwed me over. I wish you told me this ahead Why? of time. Because when I was following their instructions, uh, you know, he applied the first coat, you know, easy to follow. Second coat, he goes, I'm going with a Benjamin Moore Simply White. No, I, I'm going with the plaster and I tinted it with Benjamin Moore Simple oh. White. So I thought I need to go get Benjamin Moore Simple White paint and add it to the plaster and mix it up so it oh. creates a different. And you know what? What happened there? It does not die the same way. It, Did it change anything? It maybe made it a tiny bit lighter. I mean, first of all, when you look at the two, they're very obviously different. You'd be like, this would be fine. But the thing is, when you apply it and it dries off, it lightens up, right? So it doesn't, just because I added, you know, if I remember my ratio was like a, a one to five ratio of like paint to plaster, mm -hmm. it did not turn it because what he was showing is like one is like this the same paste that the plaster pasty looking gray color and then here's the benjamin more simply white and that looked almost tan mm. and i could never get mine to tan i just kept getting it lighter lighter gray but i was like well maybe something happens when i apply it it's gonna yeah, dry. they must have got two different plaster i didn't realize that you order from them to match a paint color of a wall mm -hmm. that makes so much so more you can sense do now. like any color you want which so is you cool. if you okay so that makes sense if you Good thing you didn't want that look, but if you wanted that look, you would have had to order two, two different, different uh, a big tub and a small tub of. To add that white in there. To make that second coat have and what it, what it. How would you describe the look of that with the white little. It's just a distressed concrete look, I would say. Yeah. You called it more of like a vintage, not a vintage. You looked at more of like a. Rustic. A rustic it, look. To me, it looked. Because then I looked it back up again and it looked a little bit more rustic. I like more of the smooth look anyway. So I think it turned out perfect. So the that's exactly how I want, like in my head, that's what it looked and like. And I'm really glad that was the case. I had to actually put a third coat because, uh, and this is some of the behind the scenes uh, talk for you guys because the video hasn't come out yet. Oh, I know. Uh, it's the, so what I did was, my approach was before I found, found out about all of the fact that you have to special order the dyed, you know, plaster for the second coat. Um, what I did was I lighten it up and then I kind of applied it in a distressed look in terms of like not like scraping it really like flat, but kind of made almost like a two dimensional thing, like a lower section and a top section. Texture. Or, yeah, to create that texture. And it turned out like stucco when I was done. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. And so, you, and you didn't think that it looked like stucco be, until I told you, like, yeah. hey, I think this kind of yeah. looks like stucco. And I was like, okay, now I can't unsee it. Now you can't unsee it. And the last thing I want to do is, like, redo that thing. And right. so I was like, well, what I can do is, at a third, after having a conversation with you and realizing that, like, you don't want it to be distressed, you do want it flatter, I had to apply a third coat, top to bottom, completely flat, to make sure that it gets rid of that, like, textured stucco look. <laughs> And now it's perfect. Oh, well, I'm glad you like it. I mean, I do. fortunately, I like it, it wasn't as much of a hassle to add that coat, but it was definitely a mind game that I had to be playing. Yeah. And you, for some reason, thought I didn't like it. Yeah. I, and I don't, because I was grading everything off of that blog that you sent yeah. me. I was like, so oh, like well, oh, these are my like instructions. This doesn't look like what she sent me. Because I would, I would imagine you would send me something like, 
okay, here's an image that I like how it looks, mm. you know. I guess I should have been more specific. I'm like, this is just the plaster. Mm-hmm. Here's just some instructions on how to apply the plaster. And that's Did it. Did you know that they had, they ordered a separate uh, plaster color when you read that blog? Um, I'm curious because I couldn't. I don't think so. It wasn't clear. Yeah. It wasn't clear to me that they ordered it. So. No, I only saw that the original one. It's mm-hmm. like you, you go to this website and you can get it tinted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it um, had really good reviews. So I was like. Do you remember the name of the company? We can shout it out right now. Yes. It is. <laughs> I did have a lot of people like comment, be like, "What plaster are you oh, using? Okay. Where'd you well, get the plaster?" I think it was called Armor something. No, that's not Armor. Plaster. Armor was the or Anchor was the 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 type of anchor primer. I'll have to look it up. Um, it's okay. It'll be in the YouTube when it comes out. It's not a it'll video. be in the YouTube video. Promise, we'll put it in there. It's it's it was just like a website. It was like a yeah. It was like Italian kind of name. In it- Italian, I- Italian, yeah. It was an Italian name. I wonder because I don't know. Um, actually, Amazon had this specific. How expensive was that? What you, you ordered? So for that big tall fireplace with the whole wall, how much is that? What two hundred bucks? Kind of how thing? much did you think it was? I think it's like two hundred bucks. Is it more? It was two hundred, and then another, I think, hundred for the primer. Oh, interesting. Did you use the primer? I did not use the primer. I no, I used a primer, but I didn't use that primer. I Why used didn't a, you use I that used, primer? Because I didn't know that I it was that primer specific. Fermolux so, is the r- brand. For, for, for what? Fermolux. Fermolux. F-I-R-M-O-L-U-X. And it's Venetian plaster. So the 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 story with the primer is they said they primed the wall, but I didn't realize they primed it with a specific primer. So I just used a heavy duty primer. And you use like a that wall, wall primer, just a regular. I wonder if that would have made a difference or not. I really don't know. The reason they say to use the, that primer is just it's supposed to stick better, right. the plaster, but it seems like it's stuck just fine. So, yeah, you know, now you have extra. I think usually time will tell, like, if you'll <laughs> it see. It starts just like coming well, off. Well, it won't, like, if it batches. I think what I'll do is it'll. It probably shouldn't. Drywall doesn't really expand and contract. It's unless the wood I bet does. It'd be fine. Yeah. I think it was just like a way to sell another a hundred dollar primer. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well. Did you have any leftover? Of primer or no the no all plaster. of it. well because I did three oh, coats all the all so the plaster I got was it, gone and I was like nervous. You did, you calculated square footage is that what you did? Good yeah. job. Thanks. Good job. Yeah, no, it was a good amount of pl- uh, uh, plaster. It all worked out. Especially when is for the, the video coat. coming out for that one? Oh, a couple of weeks because we got one video locked in the chamber. We just got to get it approved. And then this, that, one. that one will go out a week after that. So so stay tuned for that. It looks yeah. really good. I like it yeah, a lot. Yeah, the, the hearth, the, the bench part, it was the first time I used a product called GFRC. And it's it stands for glass fiber concrete reinf- uh, glass fiber reinforced concrete. And... What is different about that pour than just using a regular concrete to pour and then flipping over the mold is that it's the the product makes sure that there's no pitting or these little holes in the concrete, like these imperfections. So it's all like it almost looks like a con like a plastic. It's like concrete, but sm- like really smooth. It's completely flawless. And yeah. No pores. Yeah. No pores. No nothing. It's it just looks a, really a good. perfect kind of. A is pour. it supposed to be more durable? Yes, it's supposed to be stronger because it's glass fiber reinforced. Yeah, and, and it looks good. I, I think, liked it a lot. I think in I'm I'm probably speaking out of turn, but in comparison to concrete, I'm sure concrete is maybe stronger because it has rocks. I don't know, but with GFRC, you can pour it significantly thinner than uh, a concrete pour. So concrete, you do want to do like a two inch pour to make sure it's strong if it's nice and long, but. I've tried it, and we have a video <laughs> elsewhere where I did like a, an inch pour or inch and a quarter, and that cracked. So I remember lifting it up with, with glass you fiber reinforced. I this hearth that I poured was an inch and a quarter, which is the thickness of like granite countertops or quartz countertops. So do you think that would be a cool thing to do for like if you wanted to do like a countertop that looks like concrete? Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm contemplating new. in this uh, uh, flip house, the bandit house, to possibly do concrete countertops so I'm, I'm i'm playing around with that in the kitchen yeah because the kitchen's not that big and so if i was to pour an island the island wouldn't be as significantly big you know as anything else like it would essentially be the size of this table right here yeah 
So that's that's a little you bit more man, especially like when it's like that, you know, when it's thin like that. And it would be a cool video. Oh yeah, because you know cool videos. Well, excuse me, the um for getting you a lots and lots of views on the Harper's bed video. Yeah, that one is going nuclear. It's uh, I it's it's been posted for twelve days. It's three quarters of a million views right now. So you're welcome. It's like at seven hundred. 50 or 730,000 idea. <laughs> you did a great job with uh, the ideas of how it should look. Wow. You did. Thank you so I much. I just executed what you told me yeah. to do. I <laughs> added some features like the starry sky, but you That's what did it. It's the yeah. starry sky. But you Actually everybody thinks that was like the best. The harder part. the video, the harder the projects that you give me for some reason do so much better, <laughs> but they take so much work. Yeah. Like the three three-tone bed <laughs> right that's like a week of painting because you're waiting for paint to for dry. wait yeah but it's worth it in the end right well when they work yeah and when you did that when you first did this uh like making my life harder with projects is, yeah. <laughs> when i first started making your life harder <laughs> here's when it was is uh the staircase the original video oh, that yes that video put me on the youtube map that was you're the first welcome. video that hit like a hundred thousand views in a day and when my channel was like 50,000 subscribers or 40,000 subscribers like that put me over and I remember you going like what if we did this intricate pattern on the stair treads and I was like that's 16 stair treads that I have to custom cut each groove to create this <laughs> chevron style looking thing but that video exploded and my career I loved began. those stairs did they you? were so unique and so beautiful yeah so yeah. It is kind of weird to think about we haven't had stairs for like two years. I'm a big fan of it. I There's, like not having stairs. It nice. feels such a wasted space when you have like just rooms going up and upstairs. down all the time. When you have rooms upstairs, especially like even a bonus room, nobody's there. Everybody's hanging out downstairs. So it's like, I, what's the point? I think if we were to ever move or like build a house, I'd want a one story and then just like a basement. Yeah. Yeah, especially cool. you just put like a yeah. bathroom and a bonus room in the basement and, and that's it. That's it, yeah. And so yeah. you could have like a still like guest stay down there mm -hmm. as kind of your guest suite. Mm -hmm. And maybe like add a little like kitchen or something, kitchenette. And then just everything else one story. Yeah, now that we've lived like in a one story, I love it. Well, I truly feel like that we're utilizing all of our square footage, like for the yeah. most part. Versus if, now I get it, if it's so much cheaper to build up because you're not... You don't need more land. You could always go just, high. Yeah. You could build and a three-story place. But that's true. I mean, your backyard's still a decent size. That's one downfall with ours is because our house is one story, so the footprint of it is big. Yeah. Our um, backyard is not very big. I also don't mind not having a big yard here right now because I realize that if you have this dream house with like the footprint that you want in the layout and a giant backyard – the maintenance you it's either a full it's either like a, a chore for you to go do it or you have to spend money now for somebody to else pay. to take care of it yeah. just something that's pretty for you to look at yeah so it has to be like worth it like i can mow my lawn trim edge and and mow it in an hour flat yeah and that's with edging and trimming and cleaning and blow you know leaf blowing like an or, hour or thing Everything, just one hour. And so that's nice. That's like, it's nice for you. I'm kind of it's appreciative. Like on a Saturday, you're just, there's no part of Are you excited to be mowing the lawn again soon? It gets warm. I'm doing my, uh, my movement repetitions. Like, I'll, like I'll walk in so the you, garage. You can't get like stale, you know? No, your arms no, have no, to no, keep... no, no, no. That's how guys get hurt. That's how guys, how guys get, get hurt. <laughs> they get out there March 31st yeah. or whatever. I'm, first ho day I'm of holding spring like is. a fake beer yeah. and a, yeah. you know, <laughs> trying to get my rotations in. Every day you do like mm -hmm. 20. 20. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just trying to keep do the, you remember the when... lubricated. <laughs> do you remember when you had a riding lawnmower for like a year? I do. In remember. our old house? Yeah. Well, Which you... is just such a joke because it's not a riding lawnmower kind of house. No, not at all. Yeah. But you loved it. It was a lot of three point turns. I feel like you spent more time actually mowing the lawn on that because yeah you had to do all these like but i was not tired i was sitting and you felt great I, I was driving a little go-kart and the boys loved sitting on there with yeah, you yeah so yeah that is it. funny because that's definitely not a lawnmower worthy kind of <laughs> but I was, I was like this will this will make me like not be burdened by like 
doing. Oh man, it's yeah. it's a hundred degrees outside. Let's go mow the lawn. You're just, you're like, just no, sitting, I'm just yeah. cruise around, you're not like sweating. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> and then in this house, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm giving that away or yeah. selling it. Well, it's funny because I like my with Rayobi there talking about like, hey, you should get, we should send you a uh, a riding lawnmower, you know, the electric ones. And I was like, as much as I would love one, I really because how cool they look. I was like, I, truly. It, it, there's no room for it. like there's no room not only to store it but there's there's zero need for it because it's such a small yard you take it to mccall <laughs> oh wait they already have one they already have one yeah. <laughs> i'll use it on the project house because that that backyard's a little it's bit pretty bigger. big oh yeah. that's yeah. a good idea it's it's the same size lot as ours but the house is so much smaller so you get the big backyard yes so that's a and example of yeah. a smaller footprint of the house yeah bigger backyard yeah well we're looking forward to doing a tour here soon of that house and no i still have not seen it if you're wondering and you, yes we're being a hundred percent honest i have not stepped foot in the house you've jumped the gun with the whole announcing it to the world about what we're doing because that no, i'm keeping the suspense alive for a month yeah i'm gonna keep like slowly i don't know if boxers yeah. sell fights for that yeah. long <laughs> your pay-per-view fights you're like hey in two months you'll see a video in two months stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> count do countdowns and be like yeah. hey guys only 47 more days yeah every day i have a countdown going you yeah. know like uh the wedding countdown is mm -hmm. the same thing yeah, yeah. oh the old well we'll just keep people yeah in the loop yeah. in the loop and as we're getting closer oh here's a little spoiler we'll make it dramatic here's a little spoiler for you is and this kind of uh kind of gives homage to how bad of condition it's in it's in such bad condition that the no insurance company will insure it for us right now. Yeah. We're trying to find some sketchy insurance that will right. insure it. We need mobsters to insure yeah. the property. So if you are one and you would like to insure this house. Right. Yeah. That was another whole thing. So now it's there's, there's I think people are not realizing, first of all, how bad the condition of this house is. I think people are thinking we're being dramatic and making it seem you're speaking with a lot of confidence for somebody who hasn't seen the house. Yeah. <laughs> well, from what you've told me mm -hmm. in detail. Yeah. And from what, and you are usually not one to, you're pretty like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. Ugh, yeah. I think it's bad. Yeah. But. Um, it's definitely not good. <laughs> well, the basement alone, yeah. <laughs> from what you said. Just a, a hole dug in the middle of the house. <laughs> I would call I'm it actually really nervous to go see it because huh? I feel like it's bad in my head, and then it, I feel like it's going to be even worse. Mm. Do you think so? No, I think it'll be appropriate. You'll be like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is exactly what I thought. This is yeah, this is a piece of crap. <laughs> Just can't wait to see that DIY basement. Yeah, this will be fun. Um, but anyway, what I was saying, mm -hmm. and I lost my train of thought. Okay, so. And what I was saying was, and I lost my train of thought. What okay. I was saying so before good. I lost my train of thought. Okay. But this house, yeah, just will keep you in the loop. Yeah. What was the, the, you said you were a spoiler, it was a spoiler? Oh, the insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anywho, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, this will be a fun process. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.